Our children can tell us more about love than we could probably tell them in a whole lifetime. They're a lot closer to its original source than we are, aren't they? It came right from there. And so we have children of all different ages to speak today, families and, and people with messages. And you hug that baby for us. Just hug that baby. We are so grateful that you have brought a baby into our presence. Thank you. Thank you. Never, never feel like you have to take your children out of here. We love having them, and we know that that, uh, that reminds us all of where we came from, doesn't it? Okay, Miss Simone, you're the brave soul who drew number one. This is Simone. Welcome her. This on? Okay, so, uh, well, to begin, I'd like to just state that I'm only 15 years old, and I'm still trying to figure out what love is. (laughs) When I was first told I had to come up with a small speech explaining what love is to me, I had no idea what I was going to say. But one way or another... I was able to conjure up something out of my procrastination. So, here I go. Love can start from a simple hello, from someone you never knew or never expected to know. It could be a warm smile on a cold winter night or a simple gesture that makes your heart race. It can be that look in your first puppy's eyes, a little spark that ignites in your heart, bursting into flames, creating an inferno that never burns out but only grows stronger within time. Even when the flame only seems to die out, It only comes back with more bite. Love is a way to communicate with people, to create smiles and giggles, hugs and laughter, and joy and happiness. Love is something that will always be in our world, no matter matter how dark it becomes, something that keeps us going. And even if its blindness may seem to lead to mistakes that we will never forget, um, we as humans are bound to make mistakes, and we will fix them and learn and create and understand others more from it. Love helps us thrive and become greater as a whole. And depending on the soul, the love is different. Love isn't judgmental. Love is unconditional. Love is patient, kind, has no distance, and goes beyond material things, maybe even mental things. Because you don't need anything in particular to love a soul or be loved. Just be the best thing that you can be. Be you. And never forget that someone in this world loves you, even if you haven't met them yet. Because they will always love you for you and you will be the most beautiful thing they will ever see. (laughs) How many of you are going to remember that? Someone loves you even if you haven't met them yet. Yeah. Danielle? Please welcome Danielle. Well, um, I'm not really good at speeches, so please don't laugh. Um, Well, love to me is not really necessarily puppy love. It's not like loving the fact that you get something, because it's not about receiving. It's about giving. Giving love is more important than basically receiving love, because... You can, meet, you can give love to yourself. 
So, giving love makes you feel better. It gives you this fuzzy, warm feeling that we all know about. And if you give love, it makes the world a better place, and it makes you a better person. And it it makes you like Jesus, because he gave love to the disciples. He gave love to everybody. Okay, we have a whole family here to tell us about love. Will you please welcome the Hotkins? Good morning. I'm Jen Hoskins. These are my boys, Ryan and Zach, my lovely mom, Pam, and my husband, Tom. Has anyone seen the movie Frozen? Okay, if you haven't, you need to. In the movie, we, we, I took these guys to the movies on Thursday, and in the movie, Anna says, I don't even know what love is. And her friend Olaf, the snowman, says, sure you do. It's putting someone else's needs before your own. And that's family, isn't it? And to me, that's what love is. You know, it's, it's sporting eye bags because you've been up at 3 in the morning with a kid that didn't feel well. It's <laughs> being okay if you put brand new pants on somebody and 15 minutes later, literally, they both have holes in the knees. <laughs> it's okay with being okay with little boy noises, even if you get spit on you. <laughs> but mostly, to me, love is about meaningful time together, meaningful touch and affection, um, and lots and lots of laughter because that you have to <laughs> have that when it takes you know 25 frustrating minutes to get in the car and strapped in and start the car to go to school and here I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so there's always got to be laughter. Ryan, what does love mean to you, honey? What love means wolf. What love means to me is my brother because he just kind of whistles me. Even even though, well, he kind of he hurts me a lot, but, that, but I still love him. <laughs> yeah. Love means to you. Good job, guys. Well, uh, love, to talk about love, and there's a lot of things that come to mind and, and passages and things have been said over time, and love is, is so dynamic. There's so many tributaries to it. Um, you know, of course... Well, love. We'll talk about love. Oh, we'll talk about Corinthians 13, you know, 4 through 7. But that's kind of a cop-out, right? No, not really. <laughs> Actually, there's a lot that's said there, and it's a wonderful passage, and it's a, there's a reason why it's read in a lot of weddings. Um, but something else I actually thought of when we walked into church this morning was uh, uh, the Velveteen Rabbit and love mm-hmm. and becoming real in that process 
And uh, it's just a really, uh, really cool book. A lot of really neat things that are said in that book. Um, but for, for me and uh, being part of this family, and uh, love is, is, is definitely it is patience. <laughs> it is understanding. It is, it is an eternal joy and, and just, uh, it, it, you know, the words can't describe. And uh, it, it, it also, with all that, uh, is uh, sometimes teamwork and to get, to get through it all and, uh, you know, to keep going on. But uh, love is uh, ever-evolving. It's never just one thing. Uh, that is something that's, uh, that I feel. There's a phrase that I love, and it's loving beyond reason. And to me, that's the love of family. Love is ever-present, and sometimes you're happy, and sometimes you're sad, and sometimes you're angry, and sometimes you're delighted. And none of that matters because the love is constant. It's as if the love is a nice, beautiful sea, and that's constant. And our little personality things that go up and down like the little boats on the sea. That changes. That's just emotion. That's just sentimentality. But the love is constant, and we don't need a reason to love. We just love. We are love. And we start with family, and we learn to extend that beyond family into the world. Thank you so much. You know, we should do this every Sunday. <laughs> this is about surrendering, isn't it? I loved I love what you said about the story of the Velveteen Rabbit. It's one of my favorite stories of all time, and I've read it to all of my children. And I love that that the story says, if a child loves you enough, you become real. And I think that's what we experience as parents. Open my heart, let it be fearless, let me know my time here is well used. I want no regrets, even when I know I'm not at my best, Trust and love me with innocence, innocent 
Madison, come tell us about love. Somewhere down in there. There you go. So, my sister Gabby, she actually came up with something rather funny this morning that I have to share with you. She told me that what she would do if she was up here was, she would come up here and say, Love is something very special that happens to all of us every day or sometime in our life, and then she would run away. (laughs) I'll give you something a little longer than that. It's the problem with technology. To me, love means having or finding someone who makes you feel like you belong, no matter where you are. I don't think it has anything to do with material objects like money or property or even technology, which we just had some difficulties with. I think it has everything to do with the people around you. I think that everyone is connected by something, that that is love. It is our connection, our way of relating to one another. It is what makes us who we are. It may even be what makes us what we are. Love isn't made from hostility or killer instinct. It simply is what it is. Which is basically whatever we make it. Thank you. Madison. Oh, Madison. We already had Madison. Now we have Maya and Lindsay, don't we? Come on up. 
love is. Love is twirls on ice skates, a family who cares, friends who love to laugh, the food that we eat, and above all, everyone who loves me. Happy Easter. Would you like me to hold that for you? Oh, you need the back of it, do you? Okay. Love is hugs from my family, cuddles with my sister, playing with friends, painting with my mom, creation with art, ice cream with my dad, running with my granddad, cookies with my grandma, and wrestling with Blueford. <laughs> Thank you. Did you say Buford? Who, who is that? A dog. Oh, your dog. Okay. <laughs> and is Amber here? Amber and Jenna. Amber and Jenna. How about Amber first? There you go. Love means to me laughter and tender loving care and everyone who cares about me and my family. Thank you. And Jenna? To me, love is from my heart, and it's accepting others no matter what, and it's also sacrificing things you enjoy for the benefit of others. Thank you very much. Go ahead. No, don't take him out yet. No, you can't leave yet, because I'm calling you out now. <laughs> Come up, Reverend Roger. Tell us about love. Really? Yes, Really? Love is the feeling I have right now watching these kids talk to you and having all of you accept them. We are so grateful to have all you guys here today. Thank you so much. You, This next song is for you, so I don't want you to leave yet. This next song is to remind you how amazingly powerful you are and how bright a force you are in the world. We want you to know that you are the light.
Now listen, you guys, I know that you have to go back to the Fillmore Center because you have something really special coming up, don't you? Right afterwards. What's happening afterwards? Easter egg hunt. Everybody knows. So I have on, on uh, very, I, I have heard a message from the Easter Bunny, and that is that some of those eggs may already be laying on the lawn. You cannot pick them up yet. So you have to go back to the Fillmore Center, and then when we're done here, we're going to meet you outside so that we can watch you collect them, okay? All right. Thank you, guys. And I know some of you are waiting in here with your moms and dads, too, and that's just fine. It's okay. You can meet us out front. That's no problem. Right now, as we go into our time of giving, I want you to fill your hearts with gratitude. This has been an amazing week, and it happens because a whole lot of people step up. We can't do what we do at Easter without everybody playing full out. And so I want to thank the people back in fellowship who have outdone themselves with food this week, and I know that many of you have enjoyed that. They can hear you back there. I want to thank Noreen and Christina and all of the people that help support Thursday night's Power of Love Intensive. I want to thank all of the folks that were here Friday, especially Jim Crilly, our maintenance guy, who has packed and moved chairs and stacked things and brought things in from the shed and taken them back to the shed and put up stakes. And (laughs) he's been, every day we've had a list this long for him. I, yeah. I want to thank our prayer chaplains and all of those people who volunteered to take two-hour shifts for 24 hours so that we could have a 24-hour prayer vigil. We had people here all through the night holding this space sacred and opening the doors as people came in to pray. And I really want to thank all of you for your dedicated service to that. And I want to thank our staff. Robin has outdone herself this week. She's singing and doing all of the printing, copying, calling, all of the things that have to be done. I want to thank everybody on the staff for their hard work. And I want to thank the music team. All of our, um, our ushers, our greeters, our parking lot people. My sons got up early this morning so they could be here to put a vest on. And Michael, they could be here to put a vest on and make sure we had parking places. So thank you to all of you guys, too, for your, your sweet work. And thank you to all of you. All of this happens because you have an interest in growing into your Christ consciousness and really being that really being that that changing power and force. So thank you all. Let us hold in our hands what we choose to give today. And however you give of your time, your talent, your treasure, however it is that you give, know that it is put to good purpose here, that it helps to support all of the different services that we're able to provide, all of the things that we do. And it also goes on to Unity Worldwide Ministries and supports the good work that they do out in the world. So let us hold in our hands the energy of how we give and repeat our affirmation of abundance together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies 
all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Spirit, we accept and receive these gifts knowing that they are significant, not only in the giving, but that the receiving is significant, that we are willing to take this that is good and use it in a good and whole and holy way. We're thankful, and so it is. 89 hats and ties. Thank you very much. If you are a hat and tie contributor... If you signed the piece of paper that went around, there were 89 hats and ties. Whatever your amount was that you pledged, you can multiply that by 89. And you can simply uh, put that in an envelope and mail it to us, drop it off, give it to Robin in the office during the week. Or if you want to bring it next week and drop it in the offering basket, you can do that. But please stick it in, the, in an envelope and write hats and bonnets on, or hats and ties on it, bonnets and ties, so we know that that's what it's for. Thank you so much for doing that for us. Let's stand up and share a hug with our neighbors. Just get a minute to say hello and thank you. Let the light within you shine. We are all connected. Look into another's eyes. See your light reflected.
forgot to thank my sweetheart, too. Which, you know, when you're gone five nights in a week, you have to say thank you. <laughs> thank you, baby. I know, it was crazy this week. Let's keep standing. When we leave here, we are 15 minutes away or somewhere there close to our Easter egg hunt. So we're asking the children to line up outside, and they're broken into groups, and they're going to Easter egg hunt in different age groups. So if you have two kids, they're not going to do them all at once. They'll do one set, then the next set, then the next set. So you should be able to move between them and help your kids out. Please come out and cheer on our kids. Tell them, tell, let them know that, that we appreciate them and that we're having fun with them. Thank you so much for spending Easter with us. It has been a wonderful week. We appreciate you, and we know that you are love moving in the world. Let's go ahead and pray together, shall we? Sweet Spirit, thank you for the great gift of each other, for the Christ consciousness within, for the ability to hear from our children what we know deep in our hearts and might have forgotten. Thank you for this beautiful morning, for the message that comes from the way shower, for all that we've learned and all that we are, for this place we share, for the mountain whose beauty blesses us, for the grace that moves us forward in life, for all those things that exist in our hearts and beyond our words, we say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And so it is. At this time, I guess we're parting the waters to do our final song. So those in the middle here, just kind of like Moses, we're going to split you up there. We're going to circle around and hold hands and do our peace song. everybody. Oh, my faith is a 
Wow. 